What is up, guys? Welcome to the third episode of Maverick Hockey Live podcast. It's Tuesday, it's October 1st, and that means it's officially spooky season. You got it. I'm super excited for this episode. It's going to be great. We're going to dive into Maverick Q&A, Mount Royal Breakdown, and Defenseman Talk. Since we're talking about Defenseman Talk, you guys should probably know who's going to be on. We have Edwin Huckinson, Andy Carroll, and Jack McNeely. So welcome to the podcast, guys, and we're going to jump on in. All right, so I'm going to do some Maverick Q&A. So basically to get to know you, to get to know me, so the audience knows like you guys more on a personal level, and then I'm just going to like call you out kind of like pop quiz style. Like, like Edwin, what do you like to eat? Like stuff like that, or like Jack, what's your favorite? Whatever, I'm going to go like that. So that's how, and how this is going to go. All right, Edwin. Yep. Cat or dog? What is your what, what kind of person are you? Uh, I'm a dog guy. Yeah. First and foremost, I got a good dog at home, and my sister's got right. a couple, uh, couple little pups, and my one sister actually just got one like two days ago. So. Oh really? Yeah. So we <laughs> like got, turning into a girl, I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, we're a bit of a dog fan. My one sister has a cat, but mostly dogs around the around the farm. Mostly dogs. Nice. I have a dog. Um, we did have a cat, but I just have a dog, and he's like my baby, and he's like nine years old. All right. So Andy. Cat or dog? Dog, 100%. 100%? Yep. Like, no doubt in your mind? No doubt in my mind. All right. Like, no teeter. Like, no. You, you will, if you no. see a cat, will you be like, oh, look, it's cute? Or will you just be like, get away from me? Probably not. It's probably like, get away from me. I, All right. 100% dogs. There we go. Born and raised. Born and raised. Jack, last but not least, what are you thinking, cat or dog? Yeah, I'm definitely a dog guy. I got a chocolate lab. Uh, had a golden retriever when I was little, too, but kind of torn now because my brother and his wife got two cats and i kind of like them so i don't know see i'm like, telling you i was never never a big fan of cats until like the last couple of years they're kind of cool i guess but definitely cats. dogs are definitely better though for sure cats are cute like they get to like cuddle but it's like hard because we had a cat and like two years ago when my friend did and it turned it was like oh so sweet when it was a baby and then it like got two and it was like horrible like it was a menace it, like scratched you yeah. it peed everywhere so i mean it depends on what kind of cat you get. Yeah. So on to the next question. Jack, who is your favorite NHL like team? Um, yeah, being a Minnesota boy, definitely the Wild. would like to see yes. them uh, win a Stanley Cup someday. So Let's hope, yeah. actually. Are we all in agreement there, Andy, Edwin? Uh, no, I got my abs lit on today, I think. So I'm, oh, I'm that hurts. Guy. Yeah, back, in the, uh, back from the glory days of Sackick and Forsberg <laughs> and Wass, so... Come I'm sticking on. with it. That's um that's how we were last podcast. Charlie was the only one that wasn't like a wild fan. He obviously was like a blue jacket fan and that one hurt. And Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Wild too. Um born and raised. Perfect. Went to uh went to all the games growing up. Oh yeah. Obviously you got your favorite players around the league, so you enjoy watching those oh, yeah. specific teams, but if I'd like to see one team win the cup, obviously you want to see the, the home team. Win oh, absolutely. I was actually looking online today and I saw like college night and they're like $50 a ticket for wild games, which isn't like bad. So I will definitely have to cop and go to like five of them this year. <laughs> so we got, okay. Are you like a home cooked meal person, a takeout or like, I guess now kind of is like a DoorDash kind of thing. So let's go with Edwin. What do you, what do you think? What do you like? I uh, like, like when my mom cooks home yeah. meals, I don't really like cooking for myself. Okay. If, if I'm by myself, I'm a lot quicker to go grab something okay. just because I don't really like taking the time to make food. But yeah. If I'm at home, like on the farm, uh, my mom makes pretty good food. So. Okay. I feel that. I'm, I like to cook my own meals personally just because like I don't get time though. So I like 
eat out a lot, right? But I do like to cook my own meals, like, like chicken, like sauteed vegetables, that's my jam. And maybe like a little pasta, but I'm definitely like split kind of, I guess. All right, so Andy, what's your favorite? Yeah, I'm gonna probably have to go uh, home cooked. Yeah. Um, either whether that be my parents or myself, I, uh, I do enjoy cooking. Kind of just gets you away from the school, the hockey, whatever mm-hmm. that may be. It's just kind of a nice relaxation and you know, be able to cook whatever you want. Yeah, for sure. Get a good healthy meal. So. All right, Jack. Yeah, I mean, you can't really beat. Uh, my dad usually cooks on the on the grill in the summer, so whether that's steak or chicken or whatever, it's uh, that's tough to beat. But yeah, I'm kind of the same as Hook. I'm not. I'm getting better at cooking food myself, but I'm more uh, <laughs> probably gonna go grab something instead of making it myself. Yeah. So yeah, but I, I yeah, it's uh, my dad's uh, grilling in the summer is hard to beat. So. I feel like with you guys, especially like your guys are on the go a lot, maybe, 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 but I feel like you just grab something or do something because you guys are really busy with like workouts and whatever. And I feel like that would be a thing, but also like cooking, you kind of, I like control. So this one's kind of hard. This next question, I like found a lot of these on the web, but I think this one is like, you can take lightly or you can go like really dark with this, but like biggest regret i guess that was kind of weird but like biggest regret you have in like maybe your life and it doesn't even have to be anything it's like i should have had like pasta today and i had like a burger and it was the worst thing ever but so i mean i'll start out because this one's a little bit difficult so i've talked in the last couple podcasts i do track here at bethany and i went to msu my first year and i'm sorry guys i hated it like actually i'm just i can't go into a classroom with 200 people and like be conducive to learning at least that was like 100 level classes you know so I transferred here and that's probably my biggest mistake because or regret is because I like toured here freshman before freshman year senior year and I was just like I didn't go so that's probably my biggest mistake because then I would have had one more year of track but all right um Andy what's your, what do you think it's a hard question yeah, that's a really tough one um, that's why I'm like you can go light or you can even be like I really don't have any regrets you know, I guess uh, that's a tough one, man. <laughs> uh, I guess the the one for me was being in a, growing up in a small town um, mm-hmm. of Northfield, Minnesota. Um, I think I was just always so maybe focused on whether that be my academics, my athletics, um, my friends. Like I didn't really get to like go and like explore different teams and yeah. like meet new people. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I was just kind of focused on like what I was going to do and what that was going to do for me in the future. Yeah. Um, and I'd say that's like kind of like the same thing, like where I am now, like I'd love to be able to get to more MSU games. Um, yeah. So I think that's like the biggest thing for me, like moving forward is like, I want to be able to support not only the hockey team in the best way I can, but like the whole university. As yeah. A whole. Like football, soccer yeah, and everything. Exactly. Basketball. Okay. All right. So Jack, what are you, what are you thinking? Um, this is kind of like not as big as Andy's, but, um, <laughs> Jared Spooner and I are in a few, <laughs> few, of the same cla- few of the same classes, and we had an assignment due last week. And yeah. I, uh, it was my responsibility to, to remind him we had an assignment due in another class, and it was his responsibility for this certain class, and he didn't tell me. So that's my biggest regret is putting Jared in charge of reminding me. So, so note to self, if we ever get him on and yeah. like, talk about that, be it's like, good, so are you like not good at reminding people, or yeah, what's going on? It's a good learning lesson for me, though, for sure. Just uh, you can't trust Jared, so. <laughs> you can't just never, never trust Jared. That is the one thing you take away from that situation. <laughs> All right, Edwin, what do you think your biggest regret is? Uh... You know, I took uh, I took a class this summer and it was a tough class mm-hmm. and I uh, I took it online. I probably should have just waited and t- uh, taken it during the fall semester because it actually uh, 
kind of messed up my GPA a little bit. So yeah. that was it's not uh, like Edwin's smart or anything. Right? I'm like, weren't you like WCJ like scholar athlete or something? Yeah, but that, uh, <laughs> you know what? I I still have regrets about it. A couple months later, so I'll I'll use that one as my biggest regret. Oh, definitely. Online classes are like hit or miss. Like I had, I took one my first year here. Super easy class, right? Super easy. I had one at MSU. It was like the hardest thing I've ever taken and I did not do well. So I think it's very like you think that's going to be good and it could be bad. It could be like a real big toss up. So I feel that. So we've got a lighter one right now. We've got favorite movie. Andy, what do you think? I got to go miracle. I can. I figured. I figured. I, 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 <laughs> as much as I love other movies, I that's the one movie where you can press play and I can speak every single word yeah with my eyes closed so okay there you go um yeah i'd probably have to go with that one what do you guys think jack i'm definitely a comedy guy when it comes to movies okay. so uh this one's an easy one for me dumb and dumber <laughs> favorite that's one i can watch every day it's a classic yeah it makes you laugh every time you watch it so definitely dumb and dumber i forgot that movie existed <laughs> until you said that i was like that's right <laughs> yeah it's a great movie it's a great flick what are you thinking uh, uh if i'm going like old school uh you know shawshank is usually on tv oh yeah that's yeah, yeah. one like anytime you see it on tv you can throw it on mm -hmm. even if it's halfway through great movie uh like more recent one uh, i really like gone girl you know that's oh, like, just makes yeah. you think you know it's a real uh it's a, good it's a great movie that's yeah. that yeah. that's by that book yeah. right like the girl yeah, like yeah. like yeah. staged her own yeah. thing and blamed it on the husband is that yeah, kind of right yeah. yeah the book's crazy too i read the book after i'd seen the movie and it's still like shocked me so wow yeah that's like i actually combo. yeah i wanted to like see that but i haven't gotten around to it that was cool. a good one my favorite one is i don't know if you've guys seen it four minute mile have you ever heard of it nope okay it's it's a running movie but it's like it's like really awesome because it's about this kid who's in high school and he's troubled and then he goes and tries to like run but he's like an 800 400 runner instead of and then he meets a guy that changes his life tells him he should run miles spoiler the guy dies it's like trainer dies and then he run, goes out and runs a sub minute for like 399 mile and yeah. it's ridiculous and then he goes on to like run at U so ucla fast. oh it's insane and like i'm like pumped if i get like maybe around six <laughs> you're like guys i last time i ran a mile yeah. <laughs> so I, think I, I think i might have been like eighth grade so like, like, maybe six is pretty good Running is so like I love running, right? But I'm crazy because a lot of the time I'll be like working on I'm like, oh, I should go run and I don't because it's just so hard, especially when you're out of shape. But I mean, just like a, one of the things in the movie, it talks about like um, it's so hard, right? But once you get past and break like a barrier and this could happen to anything, you you break a barrier that's so hard and you feel like you're like, I'm going to die. Like I'm I'm winded. I'm, I feel horrible. And then you kind of like realize and you're like, wow, I can't believe I just did that. So, I mean, that's the one of the reasons, main reasons why I love it, obviously, but you should watch it. Inspirational. Yeah. Is that it's home. based on a true story? I think so. I actually do think it is based on a true story. We'll have to have a little movie night. You have to watch it. It's so good. I don't know if it's on Netflix anymore. I hope so. But, but that one is like, my dad referred it to me and he's like, you got to watch this. Like, obviously, he's a runner. So we're going to go kind of like a favorite thing right now, these questions, but um, favorite vacation spot, whether this is like this summer or like any time, like anywhere you've been. Jack, what do you think? Um, I honestly haven't been on too many vacations, but uh, a few summers ago, uh, we went to Destin, Florida with a bunch of my buddies from back home okay. right on the beach, and it was a really fun week. So, yeah, I'd say uh, Destin, Florida. Okay. Edwin? Uh, I've been to Hawaii a couple times with my family, and that's a, oh. that's a pretty beautiful spot. So, uh, 
I'd, I'd love to go back. Yeah, I've never been there. That's one of the places that I like really want to go. But like, oh, the, aren't the sunsets there like fantastic? Oh yeah, Every, like the best. There is beautiful. Oh, it's unreal. Gosh, I want to go and just go hiking in like the waterfall. That sounds amazing. What are you thinking? Yeah, I've been to uh, I've been to Maui once um, when I was younger, but I'd probably have to go with uh, like the Scottsdale area. Okay. I like to get down there um, a little bit after school time. Yep. Call my buddies from junior hockey here there. Swing and, the sticks uh, a little. What? Swing the sticks. Yeah, a swing little. the sticks a little yeah. bit. Um, we get out. Yeah, it's good. It's a really good time though. Warm. Warm. What you need. That's, That's you what need. you need. Yeah. No, definitely. I last podcast we were talking and everyone's like, yeah, I don't really like vacation. Like I do this, and I was like, I was like, okay, I feel like. Sp- Boiled because I talked about how I've been to like different countries. I went, I've been to like the Bahamas and this and that. So I'm really happy that you guys have like <laughs> been to like exotic places and I don't feel like so outcast. Like, yeah, this is where I've been. My favorite vacation spot. Um, I don't, it's really hard. Annually, we go up to northern Wisconsin. It's called Lake Owen and it's like crystal clear waters, like not like lakes, like crystal clear and it's fantastic. So we go boating, we go surfing, we go everything camping. That's probably my annual favorite spot. The My favorite vacation spot I've ever been is either Jamaica or the, like France. Those were two like great places. Like in Jamaica is just crazy beautiful. So that's probably me. All right, we got a couple more. If you could eat with um, a famous person, which who would it be? And I don't know, I mean, it can be like hockey, it can be like anyone. These are hard-hidden questions, guys. Yeah, I'm making you hard. really think, because I have to think on these two, but let's go, um, Edwin, what don't do you think? Don't call on me first, please. <laughs> please don't. <laughs> take your time, take your time, think about it. I should like put on some music, like Jeopardy style. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's a tough one. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of the uh, the Spit and Chicklets podcast, so yes. I would... Uh, I'd love to have a meal with Ryan Whitney and just let him talk the entire time because <laughs> I think I could listen to that guy talk for hours on end. He is absolutely hilarious. Oh, so. I love his podcast. I love the podcast. I love Barstool's podcast. I was talking. So we have this thing on here. It's like a Bluetooth. So it's I connect it to my phone so I can just push it up and like play anything. And I was playing Barstool podcast before you guys came in here. So that was really awesome. But uh, that's, yeah, that's a good pick. You see the one that they just teamed up with uh, Portnoy for that uh, pizza review and I think Biz <laughs> and uh, Ryan had the camera on them more than, than Dave did. And he, he was so around. He dropped the pizza. It was hilarious. It was one of the better ones. I literally was like, oh, my God. Which one was? I think it's um, Pardon the Take or something from Barstool. And, like, they had Dave Portnoy on for a little bit. Like, Dave, it was Dave Portnoy and his wife. And they just talk about, like, I don't know if you guys have, like, heard that one. They just talk about, like, random crap. And it's so funny. Those guys are hilarious. So, Andy, I'm going to go to Andy because Jack said, please don't call me. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, that's a tough one. Are we talking dead or alive here? Because I've Anything. heard the question asked. Either dead way. or alive. Dead or alive. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Um, I think right now, um, if I had to pick anyone, uh, it'd probably be Eric Carlson. Okay. Um, defenseman for San Jose Sharks. Um, I think, like, what he does on a daily basis and like how he trains is so unique compared to everyone and just be able to like sit and like talk to him about hockey, like as a hockey yeah, guru, for just sure, like be for able sure. to hear um, what he has to say about the game and how he trains, how he prepares would be just unbelievable to hear. Nice. Awesome. I would say I'm going to go um, Allison Felix. 
is like you guys know who Allison Felix is? Yeah, she's the sprinter, sprinter. right? Yeah, yeah, uh, the sprinter for yes. Yeah, there we go, uh, sprinter for the Olympic team. She's usually like a four hundred runner. Um, they just had the world champion, and um, they had like a mixed relay four by four, right? And they won, and they got a record. And she actually like beat Usain Bolt for the record, and now has like eleven championships or gold medals. So she is like like destroyed, and she just gave birth ten months ago. So she's definitely like my idol when it comes to track. It's ridiculous. So that's probably who I would be. Last but not least, I gave you enough time. Yeah. <laughs> Been thinking. Um, I'm gonna go uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. It's uh, oh. he's probably my right favorite, on. Right favorite, on. favorite actor. I haven't seen a bad movie that he's in. Uh, yeah, I'd say he's probably the best actor in the world right now. So I'd be pretty cool to be able to sit down and talk with him. So you know, it makes me upset because I love Leonardo DiCaprio, but I feel like he should deserve more Oscars. Yeah. Than he has, yeah, he and that was like, just from that. yeah, like he makes such good movies, and he hadn't like, he's I think he's maybe has one to two, maybe, yeah. but like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. He might get another one here this year. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is yeah. a great, great film. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to watch that. Yeah, great. Wow. I was gonna watch that in the summer, and I didn't. If I, I throw back real quick, uh, yeah, I would like to make a change <laughs> to Roger Federer. Oh, okay, all right, tennis player. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like best prop. I would say best of all time. So I'm gonna I'm gonna change that one. Gonna switch it up a little yeah. bit. Ooh. Yeah, Swiss Swiss guy. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with him instead. Perfect. A little like easier. So I would say favorite social media platform: Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram. Oh. Uh, yeah. There. Think about it. You know with that new repost on Instagram, it's kind of sick. But I still haven't figured out how to do it. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> the stories. I still really? don't know how to do that. No. I do. Um, post podcast yes post podcast i, I like because i just learned i was same as you i was like how does everyone doing this yeah. but post podcast okay. i'll show you okay. um i mean i like i've liked instagram for uh a few years but i just got into twitter like a couple months ago and it's it's pretty good i should have got into it a long time ago twitter like, you can yes. lose a lot of time on that it is <laughs> actually <laughs> some interesting stuff that's my favorite platform by far like yeah. i'm oh twitter is fantastic because you find some stuff like just memes and everything and it's like it's so crazy this the contents that's on there and you can go from anything from like like i do like posts about this podcast but then i can find stuff where i'm like what is this it's just like a random joke like that one is the best what are you guys thinking it's uh i don't know twitter for me is more like my news like my newspaper kind of like it's more oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. just staying up to date and whatever it is sports or all of that's going on in the world and then instagram uh is more probably like the most popular one right now um, I don't know. It's okay, but uh, and then Snapchat for me is more just like interacting with like my friends that yeah. I went to high school with and that I like played hockey with mm-hmm. in the past. So you just kind of keep up and keep in contact for me. So yeah, they're all good, but um, yeah, they're all I I enjoy. No, I enjoy all I try of them to equally. Stay off it as much as I can, but it's, that's uh, it's something really I should do. I am addicted to my phone. Yeah, it's like I and because I do a lot of stuff like this so I have to be on my phone and promote it but I also use that as a scope gate like I like do my homework I'm like oh I should do stuff for like hockey it's bad yeah. do you uh check your screen time I should do that I yeah. don't because I, I don't do, want I mean, to in the past times <laughs> I do but then I like feel worse about myself so. that's exactly have right you, uh, same do you guys like get the notifications like every Sunday night yeah now? once in a while yeah I've been getting really? them, like every Sunday night and they'll say like your weekly screen report's been down like 13%. I was like, way to go. Yeah. Wait, good job. Good job. Pat <laughs> in the back. Yeah, and, and then you're up like 14%. You're like, wow. Um, that's not good. No, but I'd probably have to go with Twitter on that one. Um, I just think like the, like you said, the variety of stuff that you can see, mm-hmm. um, whether that be um, like different pictures. Uh, I feel like I follow more people on yeah. Instagram, but it's just, I feel like the people that I follow on Twitter maybe uh, 
post more often. Mm-hmm. Um, For sure. So it just gives you a little more frequent content and just helps you kind of if you're bored or whatever it helps you get through the day oh yeah but i would say like for like instagram i post on instagram like once a month like not even like i don't ever post just because i'm like i don't really care about all the likes twitter i'm literally just going to like have a laugh like edwin said like it's just funny and good content it's just good so yeah well we're gonna skip out on the rest of the questions for q a because i feel like i got to know you guys enough and we're gonna get into hockey woohoo so um we're gonna talk about well first off i'm gonna like this is something to mention i think i don't know if you guys you guys probably saw but like you guys are ranked third in the nation right now and like preseason goals and kind of stuff i think denver is in front of you guys and then umd is placed at first so what are you guys how you guys feeling about that i know last podcast we talked and they're like we don't really care that much you know it's just noise in the background we're really focused on the one main goals this year uh yeah, I mean preseason rankings don't mean a lot mm-hmm. like until I mean really any games are played. A lot of it's probably based on last year and stuff like that. Yeah. So you can't look into that too much. I mean it's it's nice to see, but it it doesn't mean a whole lot. It just means there's a little more of a target on your back. Like we got some team good teams coming in here in the first couple of weeks, and you know if they see us above them in the rankings, maybe it just makes a little bigger target for us. But yeah, we're not too worried about that. We're just excited to actually get on the ice and then. That's when the rankings kind of start to look a little more real. Yeah. Okay. For sure. Yeah, I'd say like right now, kind of building off hook. It's it's just a number. Um, yeah. Like there's nothing's been proved yet. Teams lose players every year. Teams gain players every year. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I think as a collective whole, we feel like we got a really good squad this year. Um, but I think the important ones are are springtime. Like yep. That's really the only ones that we're too concerned about right now. Obviously, we're gonna um, do everything we can to be yeah. up there at the end of the year absolutely um and have that number one spot but it's just a number right now okay yeah um these guys both answered that very well uh, <laughs> i have nothing else to add please please ask the next uh, question <laughs> i think uh obviously like the one like ranking that we always have to pay attention to is a pairwise to be able to get into the NCAA oh, yep. tournament so yeah I, mean, I think everybody's tied right now so yeah whatever uh, rankings <laughs> right now is more just like a little pat on the back or anything and it's like we just gotta get to work and focus on uh, this saturday so that's all we can really focus on and uh, gotta get to work so all right speaking of this saturday at mount royal so i mean we're gonna just jump into this obviously this is like um exhibition game so it doesn't doesn't count there's nothing really going and just get your feet wet but i mean mindset during those game weeks even just talking about you know even though it doesn't count how important is it to get going on these games and get into hockey uh it's, yeah it's very important you know for so long um, all summer and even the last month and a half or whatever that we've been practicing, it seemed like the games were so far away. Mm-hmm. And now finally it's game week, and that just makes the preparation reach a whole new level. You know, guys are excited to finally get ready to play somebody else and uh, hit some bodies that aren't your teammates. You know? Yeah, so <laughs> get going. <laughs> this week you can see the intensity is kind of turning up already because guys are excited to mm-hmm. get out there and show what they can do. Yeah, it's obviously uh, a really, really big uh, start for us in the exhibition. It's, uh, it's really important for everybody, uh, I mean, just getting the routine of playing a game and, like, the preparation that goes into it uh, the next few days and everything. So it'll be big for us uh, as individuals and as, as a team to kind of be ready uh, for ASU coming in. So it'll be a very important game for us. Perfect. Yeah, I'd say um, since last spring, I think we've all been itching to get back out there yeah. and 
find a way to contribute. And I think that's like Cookie said, it's going to ramp up. It's, it's just going to continue to ramp up this week um, and just kind of get into that uh, weekly preparation of what it's like to be on a game week um, and that prep to, to make sure that come usually Friday, Saturday, but this week, Saturday night, um, you're at your absolute best um, preparation wise, mentally, physically um, to be able to contribute the best you can. Perfect. Well said, guys. So, um, what is you guys? What do you guys do on typical game days? So, do you even like go to class? Do you just go straight down to the arena? What time? What take me through kind of like the prep work you guys do? Uh, I've I've actually been lucky. Um, like senior year, I haven't had a Friday class yet since in my oh, four that's, years. Wow, so that's nice. I really made worked hard to make sure that didn't happen. Yeah. So, because I don't like, I didn't want to deal with classes on game days, but I'm a, I'm a Waggies breakfast guy on game days. Okay. Uh, Fridays, usually go with my, cut my roommates. And then uh, Saturdays, I usually go with my parents when mm -hmm. they're here. And then we do a pregame skate um, early afternoon, uh, pregame meal, either number four or Dino's. Okay. And then I go home, I have a nap. Um, I'm a big nap guy on yeah. game days cup of coffee and head to the rink and then uh and there just getting prepped from there yeah interesting yeah i'd probably say uh it's very similar um i actually had to take a friday class first semester of last year so my freshman okay. year um a math course um but second semester I didn't have one and then this one i don't have one either so it's really nice um i get up um usually have uh more of my like lighter breakfast okay um and then i go to the rink um, pretty early get myself like physically prepared whatever um, if I have to see our our team uh, trainer um, but then pregame skate that's just getting your puck touches getting your feet moving a little okay. bit and then from there yeah like hooky said it's either it's usually pregame meal wherever we're going um, and then I this is where this is where we change I refuse to nap I, really I do not nap I cannot I I've tried it and it just never works out for okay me. Um, so yeah, I'm not a nap guy. I do, I do have a, a small cup of coffee before the game and then, uh, yeah, but I'm not like a music guy in the headphones or anything like that. I'm just kind of, I'm, I try and stay pretty loose before the games. Right. I've never been a guy to just like sit there and just like get in the zone, you know, like, yeah, like for me getting in the zone is like talking, like thinking about the game, whatever like that. Okay. Um, but not so much the, like the quiet, just like sit in your stall. I like to get up, move mm -hmm. around, um, just helps you stay loose. That is like the opposite of me. Like whenever I have like meets, I have to put my headphones in. Like, but I also am the same. I cannot talk to anyone. Like, I have to like go to where the high jump is. I have to like m like plan everything out and do everything. So I mean, obviously yeah. different athletes. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess like there there gets to be a point like when you're preparing for the game, like after mm -hmm. warm ups or before warm ups, so where like all right, like dial it in. Like that's when I kind of go through my visualization. Yeah. Kind of like see some stuff out on the ice. But yeah, before the game, before like off ice warm ups, I'm pretty loose. Just kind of. Keeping right. the energy high. Right on. All right. Jack? Um, yeah, I like to sleep in a little bit on Fridays and then okay. obviously for home weekends for sure. And then usually uh, keep it a little bit lighter in breakfast, uh, bagel or yogurt or something. And then, yeah, like the guy said, uh, a little pregame skate for about half an hour or whatever it is. And then after a pregame meal, I usually take a little bit of a nap. And uh, yeah, I usually kind of keep to myself in the morning, kind of just focus in and like not too uptight, but like, kind of like a keep a little bit quieter and then once uh, I kind of get to the rink just kind of the same routine every time so it's just uh, good to have uh, something that you can depend on and just a routine Absolutely. that uh, gives you some confidence in your abilities and stuff so yeah it's been uh, it's been good so 
are you guys like superstitious at all like do you have to do the same <laughs> things over and over and over again i am a little bit not really i, I like sometimes i'll think about it. i'm like yeah you don't need to do that like mm-hmm. or whatever but uh few few things like i always i always put my right stuff on first like stuff like that cliche yeah stuff but yeah just making sure i'm putting the same stuff in my body i think that's the main thing routine for me is like the same whatever hydration yep stuff in my water and stuff like that just so i feel the same or try okay. to so uh yeah i try to follow a pretty strict routine but i try not to be too superstitious about mm-hmm. it i mean i think i'd still let it happen a little bit but i used to be a little worse and then it kind of becomes like a mental oh yeah inhibitor or something yeah exactly so i uh i've tried to take it out of out of my pregame routine as much as i can but i think it still creeps in a little bit yeah yeah i I couldn't agree more (laughs) you you, you hear of all that stuff like your your mental coaches online whether it be on like you always see those videos on twitter Mm -hmm. and um you got to do it feels right for you and I try and tell myself that, mm-hmm. but like Hookie said, it, it does creep back in. You try and tell yourself like, I don't need this. I don't need this. And then it's like, you don't do it Friday and you do it Saturday. You're like, I yeah, did it again. But there no, it goes. It's, uh, I think there's definitely like a, a routine to, to make sure your body is always kind of feeling similar. Yep. Um, but then you got to trust like what needs to be done to, to get yourself in that, that prime position to, to compete and, Sometimes that, you know, maybe something different than, than you're used to. Absolutely. I think like I'm like you guys both said, like everyone, I try not to be superstitious, but it just happens. I like, but I do wear like the same headband every single time. Like my red one, that's the one I go to. I wear like the same like right foot on like sock then left. And I'm, I'm a very much that person. But when that doesn't happen, it's like, it gets pretty bad. So I, I think it's, it's just really difficult to not let that happen. But I am, I'm kind of the same way. All right. Well, that is all I got for Mount Royal Breakdown for right now. And then we're going to jump into the next topic I have. And it's going to be probably in the last one we do is defenseman talk. So, I mean, how obviously it's pretty different being like offensive and defensive. You guys are trying to guard your goalie. You're trying to get the puck out of the defensive zone. But once it slips in and once, you know, you have the opposing team coming towards you, how different is that feel versus like I've got to protect, 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 like, how obviously different is that because sometimes you know defensemen do score goals but what's kind of the feeling is like for a defenseman during a game what's like you have to focus on kind of a deal you know um i think overall as a defensive core like everyone on our team can skate as a defenseman um so i think for us it's most of the time about trusting our feet um and trusting the other four guys on the ice that you know they're going to do their job and that all we have to do is just you know, make sure that we do our job. Um, I think like the most simple thing that I would say is probably just like f- make sure that no one gets inside of you, like closer to your net. Um, and that's like a big thing that we try and pride ourselves on um, and just competing. Um, I think sometimes you can get a little um, maybe lackadaisical okay. um, at times at, at, the, at the youth level. Um, but at this level, everyone's so good where like Hookie said, like you can't take a night off in college hockey. Yeah. And I think that goes in every zone, especially defending. Um, you, you get go for a second. Someone's going to make you look really stupid in, in, a, in a hurry. So. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, Carol kind of touched on, I think like as a decor, we just take a lot of pride in limiting as much as we can for mm-hmm. other teams. You know, obviously everybody has a little more fun in the offensive zone. Yeah. We've been been defending for so long. I mean, obviously, um, even before college and that kind of thing. Uh, 
that we we know what we have to do and we know what our job is first and foremost and that's to prevent as much as we can mm -hmm. and then uh and then when you get the chance to get offensive then that's when the fun kind of happens but absolutely we take pride in our our uh, main job for mm -hmm. sure yeah i think um as a group we're usually successful and we're keeping it simple uh i think just like winning our battles one-on-one -on -one, uh playing hard and uh it makes it a lot easier on us as a defenseman. I mean, the two years I've been here, goaltending has been unbelievable. So it just gives you that much more confidence with the puck and not Absolutely. being afraid to make a mistake. And so obviously that helps out. And then, yeah, I think uh, for our group, just just keeping it simple, uh, we're worrying about what our job is. And uh, yeah, I think uh, it's been good so far. Yeah, Hook, yeah. What you touched on earlier and like taking pride, um, I'd never seen it before until last year as a freshman. But I remember my first game, um, at home, we were playing Boston University, and Rivy looked over at you, and, you, and he goes, Hookie, how many we got tonight? Is Hookie going to have, like, seven goals and win us the game? <laughs> right. And he goes, he goes, 23. And I go, 23? What is he talking about? <laughs> and I lean over to Reese Zamola, and I go, Reese, what is he talking about? And he goes, oh, that's how many shots we're going to only let up on that tonight. I was like, that's really cool, like, coming in. Like, I'd yeah. never seen that before. Um and uh and like the way that we take pride in preventing those shots on that which obviously helps you can't if you don't get shots yeah on that, you can't score exactly so i really thought that was like a, a cool thing and you kind of have in the back of your mind the entire game like even if a guy's taking a poor angle shot you're like let's get up on this guy let's get a stick on it mm -hmm. like let's do anything to prevent it so there's not even a doubt in any of our minds that they're going to score on this play it's actually really cool that like you guys talk like that as well and you're so connected as a team and it yeah. shows out on it shows out on the ice that how well you guys work together i remember last year it was my first time doing it i never really like knew hockey as well as i did so and to see how well you guys meshed together and worked together and to everything that was like the coolest thing um edwin do you i feel like you have like blocked shots or something like kind of like a record going on right now isn't that a thing I don't know, I don't know about any records, but probably something. <laughs> probably. He eats a lot of pucks for yeah. sure. I don't know. Yeah, that's is, that, is that what it is? Breakfast, uh, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. That's a lingo. I, I thought hungry. eat pucks. I thought Greg told me something, but I don't. There's so much we talk about. I'm like, uh, I can't remember. But I mean, even if there is, that just shows how, like, what is the word I'm looking for? How good you guys are at this is the goal we have. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna keep it out. And like you said, get a stick on it, get a puck on it, get a guy on it. Like anything you do, just to prevent any shots i think uh, one thing to add to that is like if you're on the bench and you're seeing who sacrifices his body or any anybody blocking a big shot like it just makes everybody like that much more into the game and just like brings that uh, camaraderie together and yeah. that sacrifice that he displays is so big for the bench and the next guy's going out and just uh it's kind of a staple yeah. in our our team yeah so. usually when you talk about like energy like uh, people outside the hockey world probably think like goal assist um even like a huge hit but yeah like, I think for at, at this level now, it's more of the I don't want to say little things because blocking a shot's a unbelievable yeah huge exactly. Thing, but maybe the thing that the uh, amateur hockey player who watches it just for fun like doesn't realize how big of a play that is. And like Jack said, like Hooky bites one right in the ankle, like mm -hmm. that that may give the bench more momentum than you know like a, a huge goal or something like that. Yeah, like it's it, especially as a decor. Like when we see that, like that it just fires you up so like talking about like momentum um when you guys have a momentum swing definitely i feel like it comes down to like the defense right like if you've got if you guys like 
if you, like I said, sacrifice yourself, if anyone sacrifices himself, then that gives just the whole momentum swing and then you guys go down. Is that like true that if it starts on defense for sure that you guys like are like, we're going to take this and we're going to eventually score? Is that like such a huge thing in hockey or is it just kind of like we're just working together and then maybe something happens? You guys kind of get what I'm like trying to throw down? I think uh, a lot of times offense their defense leads the offense. So, I mean, yeah. especially for like our more offensive forwards, like they I think they're learned, like a lot of them have understood or have understood here that like if you play in solid defense, it's going to lead to more offense. So yeah, I think especially like momentum swings is if it's not in our favor, like as a decor, we just gotta be solid and just not let it affect us and just like play the same every shift, the same the same way every shift, no matter what, and just not let that stuff affect us. But no, I think a lot of offense obviously is through the rush and playing good defense and causing turnovers, and it'll lead to more offense. Yeah, I think our our coaches really preach uh, defending as five. So. Okay. You know, all five guys are, are are working hard to defend the puck first. Um, and then that, like Jack said, once all five guys are working together, then that can lead to offense. But you have to defend first a lot of times okay. before you can generate some offense. Yeah, I think, the, like Cookie said, like when you have five guys committed to defending their five guys in a D zone um, and having that urgency to break that puck up fast, uh, you get caught in your D zone for a long shift or not breaking up a puck or not getting the puck out, um, you're not going to have the energy to go create offense. So to be able to break that puck up fast um, and then obviously transition in a way to, to catch the other team uh, in a vulnerable situation can can definitely lead to, to some big-time offense. Awesome. Well, that like I think we talked enough about defenseman talk. I think that was great, guys. And for this podcast, I really don't have anything else to talk about because we've covered everything. So thank you guys for coming along and doing this. I really appreciate it. So catch us next week, and we are going to be breaking down the Mount Royal game, and we're going to be heading into Arizona State, which is the 11th and the 12th at the Civic Center. So we will be having some guests come in and yeah, just stay tuned guys. This is going to be on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. All right. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.